Super Talk Mississippi media production. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And today we're actually going to celebrate someone who has really worked hard to make Coastal Mississippi a better place to to visit and to live here if you want to do a staycation. Uh, we'll come to her in just a second, but I'm looking forward. We're going to spend a whole hour today with our special guest. I want to share a couple of quotes that I've been saving up. And, uh, and, and so here's the first one from my friend Susan Griggs. Here's what here's what she posted. Don't know uh, where it came from, but essentially, essentially it says this. I've never understood people being ashamed of their age um, as if it's some sort of failure. Every damn number should be celebrated. And if it's a high number, you're winning, not losing. I love that. I actually, uh, I don't mind telling you, I've, I've celebrated uh, on August the 4th my 65th birthday. And I have worked my rear end off for 40 years to stay in shape and and uh, be able to enjoy the things that I like to do, which is go offshore, go on long, long runs or bike rides or walks or go up in the Mississippi Delta and tromp deep into the woods. I want to be able to do that for a long time. And I want to live to be able to spend time with my grandkids. So I'm proud of my high number. I'm not ashamed of it at all. It's making me a much wiser man. And I appreciate my friend Susan for posting that. I had, uh, I had a, a guy on the on the show, on my outdoor show recently, who owns the company Sledging Company up in Jackson. And uh, they posted this from Theodore Roosevelt, and I thought it was terrific. The only man who makes no mistakes is the man who never does anything. <laughs> I love that because we talk a lot about successes, about trying things and doing things and taking risks and making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and and uh, and getting better and uh you know that's that's what that's what life is all about if you want if you want success in your life you have to be willing to take risks um here's another one from jim Rohn. if you're not willing to risk the usual you will you will have to settle excuse me i'm blowing out all the heck and back and we start over again if you're not willing to risk the usual you will have to settle for the ordinary Again, that goes with taking risk, and that is for sure. And here's one that I think is powerful. It's from Billy Graham, and you can expect that it would have a faithful aspect to it. But it says this, the greatest legacy one can pass to one's children or grandchildren is not money or other material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith, a legacy of character and faith. I agree with that completely, and I think a lot about legacy and my kids and my grandkids, and my little, my recent heart scare, I'm doing great, incidentally, uh, gave me once more an opportunity to reflect and to think about how lucky I am to be in this moment, and, you know, I look around me, and I think about my legacy at the end of the day is going to be, and this is Ann, and my wife believes this as well, it's going to be our kids and our grandkids, and then their families, and 
long after we're gone. Hopefully, we've left some good people on Earth. That's the goal. Okay, so now let's shift gears. I am so thrilled. Let me bring my guest in, and then I'll tell you why I'm thrilled. I want you to 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 meet Nicole Martz. And uh, Nicole, uh, we're going to tell you more about her, but she actually has a real job at IP Casino Resort and Spa. But she also does something on the side that I think is really important to tourism here called Gulf Coast Gal. Well, I knew her long before she was selected as one of the One Coast Award winners because someone shared with me one of her videos for Gulf Coast Gal, and I liked it. And uh, I kind of followed her through that. But then she got one of the One Coast Awards, and I definitely wanted to focus on on her then. So without any further ado, let me welcome Nicole to the show. We're going to spend a whole hour with her today. So how are you doing, Nicole? I am fantastic, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me on. It's great to see you. Okay. Listen, you heard some of what I said. I saw I saw you nodding when we oh, talked yeah. about taking risk and being willing to make mistakes. But you can't succeed if you don't have that point of view, can you? 100%. You got to try it, you know, and, and throw things against the wall and see if they stick and see if they work. And if not, I'm sure there's a very good lesson in it. But if it does, what do you have to lose? You know, I have a cousin in Alabama who was a paramedic. I, I actually, he, I became a paramedic early in my life and went on to pre-med and then I changed my careers and went on to get a business degree and, a, and an MBA and kind of the rest is history after that. But I was going to be, be an emergency room physician. And my cousin Harold, who sort of opened the door for me to do that, I went to the University of Alabama in Birmingham. He's from Birmingham. Um, he went on to be a jet pilot and running several different companies and Goodness. they have a vast wedding business that they have up in Springville, Alabama, on the outskirts of Alabama. To give you an idea how big they are, they can do five weddings in a day. You know, five different weddings. It's a, just a huge operation. But, uh, you know, when I talked to him, I said, Harold, you've tried so many things along the way. And he said, dude, I'm all about throwing it up against the wall. <laughs> some of it's going to stick. Some of it's not going to stick. But we are, you know, we're going to, you know, you can't, you cannot win. If you're not in the game and I'm going to be always be in the game, but that's so true, isn't it? Exactly. That's one of my philosophies. I'm, I'm sure lots of people have heard me say it because one, if you know, you don't learn from it, it's successful and you know, you didn't have much to lose in the first place or um, you have a good story to tell. So, yeah, of course. So you live in Van Cleve now, which I find interesting. D- did you grow up in that area? Um, I was born in Ocean Springs um, in, you know, back in the 80s. And then um, my father was in the military. So we traveled quite a bit. I uh, lived in Germany um, and then ended up coming back down uh, south, down home. And uh, I want to say later elementary school and I've been here ever since. Nicole, I hear this a lot. And I spent a lot of time focusing on the military community here in coastal Mississippi because, you know, every branch is represented, uh, the the impact that they make, um, that each each branch of the military makes here in coastal Mississippi is very significant. And people travel all over the world. I talk to them all the time. They travel all over the world, and they choose to retire here, And they, they, even though they weren't from here, but they got introduced to coastal Mississippi somewhere along the way, and they couldn't get back fast enough. But I, you know, you being a kid that came from a family that falls under that description, you probably know a lot of people who decided to live here that were in the military. Oh, 100 percent. And lots of people that retired or have you know been stationed here and can't wait to get back, um, experience a little bit of everything. 
Yeah. Okay. So who was your biggest influence growing up? Oh my goodness. Um, my dad definitely is, you know, in the, in the top. He's just such a hard worker. Um, ever since he was young, um, his, uh, his family grew up on Lee Street in um, in Biloxi, and his dad was a shrimper, and I think he got that strong work ethic from him, and so I kind of inherited it from my father, and just seeing him um, do what it do what needs to be done to you know support his family and um, work hard and keep a positive attitude. It's it's been tremendous. Um, well, I hear that about you. I hear you know people say about of you that you're one of the most positive people they know. Um, I tend to try to be that way myself. And uh, they say that you are someone who gets things done and um, that uh, no assignment too big for you. But where, where did, is that, I mean, has that always been part of you or did you I, have to sort of find that place? I think so, but I think more so throughout my life, I've had to find my voice, I guess, and figure out, you know, where my perfect lane was. Um, but I've always been um, outspoken. Uh, my mom would ask me to do something and I would say, I'm going to do it, but we're going to talk about this later. And uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like that, you know, spark and that fire has always been there. I just had to find my lane. I, I was a man. I, I, Nicole, I was the same way. I was, God, I was so independent. Almost to the point of being antisocial when I was younger. I mean, I had my my close friends, but then outside of that, you know, I, a lot of people didn't really get me. To be honest with you, you know, I I, enjoy, I played drums and I enjoyed doing that, and I loved to fish and enjoy the outdoors. And again, I had my close friends, but beyond that, I didn't really care because I was just kind of pursuing what I wanted to do and very much an individual. I told people that later in my life, after I became a publisher, that that quality in me, that independence, I mean, I'm talking about like really serious independent quality in me, actually served me really well as a CEO that had to manage major change efforts in, in my career. And when I had to take a strong political or uh, other editorial position relative to the newspaper, I would do my homework and then do my, you know, vote my conviction and do the, what I believe to be the right thing and really good at night and it again i think you have to have tough skin to be independent like that you have to have uh, confidence to the extent that you know what you're good at and what you're not good at you certainly can't fake it because um, if you fake it you know actually be interested to hear what you have to say about this but some people say you can fake it till you make it and that may be true early in your career but as you advance on and start you know creating commitments you have to really kind of be worth your salt. You can't fake it, can you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you have to do your homework and you have to work hard and um, being prepared is an important part of that. And um, I think, like you said, if you can fake it till you make it and feel like, you know, you belong and kind of wait it away, but um, you, you definitely need to do your homework and be prepared and show up and, and be present. Well, we're talking with Nicole Martz. We're having a, we're going to spend the whole the whole uh, show with Nicole. She works at IP Resort. We'll talk a little bit more about her job there. She has a great website and uh, YouTube effort called Gulf Coast Gal, very tourism uh, tourism related. Um, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll continue to tell her story. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. One of the things I talk about on this show a lot uh, is the need for leadership development. You know, people who, you know, again, one of the things I also talk about is the thousand points of light that you got all these people that work in all these different nonprofits and some that start their own efforts that fill gaps and whatever. That's what makes our community so resilient. But the need to do leadership development, all the chambers, Hancock, Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, Jackson County Chamber, the Gulf Coast Business Council, are all engaged in very significant uh, uh, leadership development programs. We have Leadership Mississippi, which I've been through. Nicole has been through that as well. Very important uh, that helps you sort of get not only the regional and local perspective, but also the state perspective. The more leadership training we do, the better, because it helps people recognize that it, whatever they do in their work, if they're not really engaged in the community, understanding the needs of the community, they can never really do their work really well. That there's a direct connection between the success of their business and how they have their business in tune with what's going on in the community. And, you know, leadership... Leadership can come in a bunch of different forms. It could be involved in a nonprofit effort. It could be leading uh, a chamber effort. It could be becoming president of the chamber or president of the Gulf Coast Business Council. I mean, I could just go on and on and on, but it's really important. When you look at Nicole Martz's background, she's had the opportunity to be, you know, she's been recognized as a volunteer of the year and nominee for the city of Biloxi. She's uh, a Coach Young professional uh, MVP. She's a team leader of the quarter at her at her business at IP Casino. Um, of course, I mentioned she's one coast. We could I could keep going on and on about that. But the point is that she's one of those in the wings that's really developing, and she'll become a significant leader in this community at some point. Not that she isn't already, but she will be because she's smart and independent and entrepreneurial and wanting to make a difference. Um, did I say that right, uh, Nicole? I mean, definitely. I didn't know I needed tissues for this. That was that was very kind. Um, I uh, definitely think that um, mentoring young leaders is an important part of our community, and um, it's a great way to kind of set a foundation for the future leaders tomorrow. And doing so with those leadership programs like Leadership Gulf Coast, cannot recommend it enough, or um, near and dear to my heart, Coast Young Professionals is, is yes. really important. Yeah. So I um, definitely encourage young leaders or people um, in a mentorship role to encourage those people, the up and comers, um, to kind of find those avenues and branch out and, and try those things. And the more you learn, the more you realize, wow, there's so much to learn about how all this ecosystem of volunteerism, how it actually works along coastal Mississippi from, you know, from state line to state line and so many points in between. There's a, there's a lot going on. And I, I would say that in coastal Mississippi, it's even more refined. I, I would say, you know, as I said many times, we, you know, whether it be the oil spill, the Bonacary opening that led to an algae bloom or, you know, something like Hurricane Katrina, yeah. the worst natural disaster in American history, that has a way of making a community resilient if you can bounce back. With every time you bounce back, you get better at it and you get more determined. And you're, the next time it happens, you don't, you, it doesn't take you a long time to realize what you're dealing with you sort of know from experience that this is something we're going to have to get into the trenches and 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 recover from mm -hmm. not recovering obviously is not an option 
but that's that's what we do, and and you you've been engaged in that way. So let's get back. Actually, I loved it that you you went to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. So did I before I went to Southern Miss. I'm a you know proud member of the Hall of Fame, and and uh, and I talk about it all the time. But one of the you know Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the top community college system, you know colleges in the entire United States. Mm-hmm. You already know that, but um, that that helped you, that helped prepare you, didn't it? 100%. All of business classes, marketing, um, you know, the introductions to people in this area started at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Um, so I was really appreciative of my time and experiences there for sure. Okay. When did you decide that you're going to do a career in marketing? You just don't land in a key marketing role at IP. So what was the track that brought you to the role that you're playing today? Oh my goodness, it was a whirlwind adventure. I first thought I wanted to be a cosmetologist, um, wanted to go into art, you know, a lawyer, the whole nine yards throughout my my uh, childhood. But um, my father is in the industry. He's been in the industry for quite some time. And he said, you need a good career. You need to get your foot in the door. You need to start. So we're going to send you to dealer school. So he did um, right, out of, right out of high school. And I went to school to learn how to be a, a table games dealer, which was really exciting um, to learn all the the facets of such um, an important industry here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So I did that and was going to go in for an interview, um, and they had a position open in the Players Club. And that's kind of where my story started, I guess, in casino marketing. I fell in love with it from orientation, you know, day one, and uh, getting to meet a bunch of people and interacting with people and making special experiences and memories. It's It's been a tremendous adventure so far. Well, one thing is for sure, casino companies are really, really, really astute marketers. And, and you know, the, I mean, that, this goes back to, I can remember in the early 90s when casinos were just coming to the community, we were getting a grasp of the level of expertise they were bringing to the community around marketing and this evolution of database marketing, how they were going to do that. And then ultimately, you know, the whole, the whole notion of charter flights and how that works and charter buses and how that works and, you know, special events. And I mean, it's, it's highly sophisticated and it's incredibly competitive. You, you guys are, you know, in some cases you're doing special, you know, marketing to very unique geographical areas away from coastal Mississippi and you're not letting anybody know you're doing it because you're, you're wanting to be competitive with the other casinos. But I mean, you got to be on, on your edge to be good at what you do. To, like I, the way I would like to refer to it is keeping the casino pump primed is a full time 24 hour a day effort. And, uh, and it's very sophisticated, isn't it? Yeah, I, um, I love it. I love it because I'm able to use, you know, the creative side of my brain and, and do those events and things like that, but also the analytical side of the brain. So I'm able to tap into both sides and um, solve problems and um, work as a team with lots of different areas. It's one of my favorite reasons um, or one of my favorite things about working in the casino industry is it's kind of a small city. You know, you can go to a bunch of different areas and um, learn lots of things. And I'm definitely um, an advocate for learning as much as you can. So it's the perfect. So, so Tammy, okay. So special events and promotions manager, what, what do you just kind of define your job? Um, uh, whatever they tell me to do. No, uh, special events and promotions manager. Um, my team and I uh, are responsible for planning and implementing, executing, um, doing analysis on all of the uh, casino based patrons 
promotions and activities. So um, anything, if you have a Players Club card, you're uh, one of our guests that we're inviting in and planning events for. So we'll do drawings, giveaways, slot tournaments, um, gift programs, the, the whole nine yards. Wow. Wow. Lot, lot to say grace over. Um, you know, I've had, I, I have all kinds of memories about IP. You know, I, I mean, obviously I was working at the Sun Herald when it was being built and you had uh, uh, Ralph Engelstadt and Steve Wynn who had this, the ego clash that was taking place and IP builds this, you know, extra room, extra uh, uh, floor. floor. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> so they could be could beat the Beau Rivage, and then you know, without the city of Biloxi approving it, I might add, but that kind of defined Ralph Engelstad. Uh, he was he was a he was a tough player, and then I got to know after he passed away, I got to know the trustees that were sort of over that for a while until his daughter decided that she would she would sell, and then the current owners came to the table, but. A lot of change there, but uh, through the whole process, the IP hasn't really missed a lick, except for that downtime after Hurricane Katrina, obviously. But it's been a been a very important community player. What I've what I've remember most about the IP is that from day one they have always been committed to the community. I mean, in a really really big way. I mean, the investments that the IP is making into the community is very significant, isn't it? This is one of my favorite parts about working here, um, whether it be the team members rallying together over a cause or um, the organization itself um, supporting local endeavors. It's it's fantastic. Okay, so um, anything else about the IP before we switch gears? Because I, I don't want to I don't want to you know, shortchange the opportunity to mention you know your current employer employer, okay. but um, anything else there before we move on? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay. So Gulf Coast Gal, where did the where did the vision for that come from? Um, it's kind of built up quite a bit over the years. Um, I in high school, all my friends were like, you know, there's nothing to do down here. Um, you know, what can we do? And trying to figure out what their plans were for the weekend. So that's kind of, I think, where the initial plan started brewing in my head. And then things just kind of clicked over the years. Um, watch a lot of um, YouTube. I'm really a visual person. So I love um, any kind of um, broadcast media, like television shows, things like that. So I can just get ideas and be inspired. And I love, you know, watching people tell a story. So I'd watch a lot of YouTube and see people going to Disney World and see people show off their restaurant. And I'm like, we have so much to offer down here. Somebody needs to showcase it. Um, so that's kind of where it came into play. Um, I was like, well, it can't that somebody be me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I, love, I love the other. Hey, listen, it's really, we're coming to the end of this segment. We'll okay. pick it up on the other side. But we recently, uh, our kind of home away from home is the Turks and Caicos. We love to go to Turks and Caicos. But this year we decided to try something a little different. If we don't make diving, we love to dive. If we don't make diving a requirement, what might we do? And we ended up going to Dominican Republic. And so what I did is I watch a lot of YouTube videos of people who are visiting there or people who were there who did what you're doing. You know, taking us to the various places to try to get a sense of the island and the culture and all that. What you do is actually really important for someone who's going to be visiting here. That is for sure. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Nicole Martz and we'll talk more about Gulf Coast Gal. We'll see you after this. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. 
Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. takes a lot of people to make a community tick. It really does. People who are dedicated to do, helping kind of move the ball and filling little, you know, filling gaps with their own unique perspective about this great place. And what Nicole Martz is doing with Gulf Coast Gal, you you can get it by going to gulfcoast.net, excuse me, gulfcoastgal.net. You can go to YouTube and just do a search Gulf Coast Gal and it will come up and you can see her videos. She's done videos from all across Cross coast of Mississippi. That's that, we're going to actually get into what were some of her more interesting visits along the way, and what are people turned on to, and whatever. But so, how long have you been doing this now? If you if you had to put a, a calendar on, how long has it been? I want to say four years. It's been quite some time, um, and it started out you know one video every so often, and now I'm um, my goal is three videos a week, which is tremendous effort, but it. Uh, it's helping promote the coast, so that's what I'm here for. It is. I mean, of course, we do we do an hour long show every single day, <laughs> and I, so I know what's involved in doing that. Now, now I'm doing it from my from from my uh, studio here at the house, and in most cases, you're actually visiting somewhere. So that is a and you live in Van Cleef, so That's that's a very significant commitment. How do you decide where where you're going to go? Is it serendipitous? Yeah, I think so. It's, you know, people uh, do invite me to their businesses sometimes, which is fantastic. I love when, you know, they have open arms and they're they're interested in what I'm doing and um, how I'm trying to promote the Mississippi Gulf Coast and all that it offers. Um, but it's whatever is hot, maybe something that's new and just opened. Um, people are always interested in that, especially people that live here that might not get out and explore their area, um, you know, as, as well as they probably should. And then... Um, just whatever I'm inspired to do that weekend or that day or whatever I have free, kind of wherever the wind blows me. What, what I have learned doing the show, of course, I led a digital media company, a, big, a rather large di- digital media company. But it's interesting what I've learned doing this show about how social media works and how to take advantage of organic opportunities versus paid content, et cetera. I learned a lot. And when you're in the trenches doing it, it really it really helps you see some things you might not have otherwise seen when you were looking at it from a very high level. But I, I would bet that doing this show actually helps you in your job, doesn't it? I think so. Um, it helps me look at things in a new perspective, maybe in a tourist um, perspective. Um, and when I go into places, I can see what extra little special touches they might include in their past practices and um, add them to what I like to do around my place yeah. of work. Well, okay, so uh, just to give people an idea of what you do. So it could be she might go to a restaurant and describe the, the eating experience. It might be going to the Mississippi Aquarium and literally going underwater. Um, it might be catching a ship island boat. Uh, in one case, she went, wrote out on, on Mr. Pete, or Captain Pete, excuse me, the bigger the bigger of the ship island boats and, you know, showing you what that experience looks like. And then, you know, once she got there, she explained sort of what the, what the lay of the land was on the island. Um, but the, it's really the kind of stuff that if I were going to visit here, I would, you know, if I were going to visit the ship island ferry, uh, and I do a search on it, um, probably what's going to pop up is somewhere in that search is going to be Nicole's YouTube video about that. And 
again, the more interaction the video gets, the more it's probably going to get it's going to be popping up on Google and whatever. But uh, but again, it's a wide range of things that you do, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it could be some small little unique corner that a tourist would not know anything about, or it could be something you know grand like the Mississippi Aquarium. Um, You you don't really have uh, a barrier on what you're willing to do something about it, do you? No, not at all. Like I said, it's all about promoting this area, and we have lots of special things, whether it be independent businesses, delicious restaurants, um, activities, attractions. I wanted to kind of build uh, this catalog, if you will, for someone to plan their girls' trip, you know, plan their weekend vacation down the Mississippi Gulf Coast, plan their staycation, and kind of get to explore the area, and they can pick and choose from those videos what might inspire them and what they might want to check out, and um, that's kind of the hope. And you have help from Gulf Coast Guy. Yeah, he's tremendous. He helps with um, some B-roll and, and things like that. Yeah, that, that's that's so neat. Okay, so and all the videos you've done, what do you find that's popular? You know, oh what do gosh. you find that people really interact with more than you expected? Um, the Ship Island Excursions video really uh, blew up. I think it's over 2,000 views right now, um, which for someone like me with uh, just under 500 subscribers, that is just so outstanding and so special. Um, it's kind of an institution here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's almost been in beer, uh, business for 100 years. So um, I know it's quite often searched about, and I think there's a lot of South Mississippians that haven't even taken that opportunity to go um, 12 miles out and and explore Ship Island. So I wanted to share some tips and tricks and um, share the ride and what to expect and kind of shine a light on this great business here on coastal Mississippi. Are there other videos that that stick out to you? Uh, You know, forget about the the interaction and views and whatever, but just something that was fun for you, that you, you did it and then you said, wow, that was cool. Oh my gosh, most recently, I think just a couple days ago, um, my latest video is from Mississippi Aquarium. I actually booked the uh, the Sea Trek experience. So you get to put on a helmet and go under in a wetsuit in the whole nine yards and go underwater in their large ocean exhibit. And that was so wonderful. It's something you don't get to do every day and um, many locations don't offer that. So be able to do that and uh, kind of get an inside look literally of the Mississippi Aquarium was phenomenal. You know, what's interesting about that video, incidentally, is, uh, first of all, the tropical fish, the clarity of the water. Um, again, I took mention to you, we we, uh, we love to dive in Turks and Caicos. And, um, and the thing that occurs to me when I'm diving at Turks and Caicos is that you have these huge coral reefs that come off the sandy bottom. And at times, you you literally catch yourself thinking that I'm in an aquarium because it's so clear and beautiful. And there's so many, all these creatures everywhere. You can just like go up to a little section of the coral and just you know, freeze frame. And I used to, my son Jordan, he's, he's an adventurer. And my son Jordan and Justin and I will be, you know, diving along. And then suddenly Jordan vanishes. And I look down on the bottom and he's laying, you know, nose to nose with a nerf shark or, you know, doing something crazy. And he's always scared me, but he has no fear when he's underwater. But it, it literally feels like you're in an aquarium. So literally the view that you had when you were in the aquarium is very much what a diving experience looks like on a, you know, clear coral reef. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, isn't it? 
Yeah, one hundred percent. One of my you know top ten experiences. It was really great, and I kind of mentioned after the end of that video, I kind of caught the dive bug afterwards. So if anybody's interested in diving or just want to get a real up close and personal with uh, sea life or the aquarium, I, I definitely recommend you check out the video and then book the experience for sure. We uh, we we do a lot of fishing off off the coast, and in fact, every chance we get, and we always bring our snorkeling equipment and even spear guns with us sometimes but we'll we'll uh we'll just about every time we hit if the water's clear uh, a, a a rig off our coast when we get done fishing at the rig we'll go we'll go get in the water and go you know check it out and it's gosh it's so beautiful so alive with with amazing amazing creatures and and we're lucky to live here and to be able to experience that. That is for sure. One of the things I've I noted though about your videos is that you, when you're when you're eating at a restaurant, you have you have a unique way of describing you know the experience, and uh, you're you're kind, and you sort of talk about it in that respect. But you're a little bit of a connoisseur. You sort of know what to look for. So, are you a foodie? Um. Maybe self-proclaimed. I never thought in my, you know, 30 plus years that I would be watching myself eat as much food as I, I do um, just because of all the editing and hours that goes into it. But I um, enjoy all that we have to offer down here. Um, it's such a wide variety from Italian, Korean, Vietnamese, um, good old Southern cooking, you know, we have the whole gambit. So I, I really want to make a point to try all of the places and um hit on those spotlights because my taste might not be everybody's taste. So that's why I like to show the menu and tell you things that I like that you might want to try, but I'm cognizant to people's, you know, tastes are different. So. Boy, one thing is for sure. We have a lot of restaurants in coastal Mississippi. 100%. I mean, you, you have your national brands for sure, but boy, you, there are some local entrepreneurs and small business owners that have bet the ranch on their, on their places and man, there are some cool places to eat, aren't there? Yes, 100%. There's so many tremendous hidden gems that, again, tourists might not be aware of that they definitely need to stop at, but also people that live here might not know about. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. So Reed Geis, uh, you know, you used to have a, a, an ad agency. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's a dear friend. They, In fact, Geis was the agency of record for the Sun Herald for over 20 years and you know i was i was marketing director for a long period of time and then of course um the publisher so you know it was associated with reed for a long time and we had this group we called the uh, international lunch club <laughs> so oh, wow. we, we would go try something d new and, and different a lot that's a great but idea you know what we ended up landing on pretty regularly food in Biloxi. I mean, gosh, there's, you know, pho, uh, of course, yeah. we, we would read it pho in American, but pho, gosh, some of the best in the world right here in Biloxi, and I, I, I used to love when we would uh, we would go venture off into that direction. Anyway, we're having a wonderful conversation with my friend, Nicole Martz. Um, she has a wonderful website she does on the side. Of, I mean, she has a real job, but Gulf Coast Gal something she does on the side, and she does such a great job with it. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coastview. We're having a wonderful conversation with my friend Nicole Martz. 
who works at the IP Casino. But on the side, she has a, actually has an effort, and it's about about four years that she's been doing this uh, YouTube video. She does. She tries to do three a, a week. Man, that's a tremendous commitment. But uh, it's GulfCoastGal.net, or you can go to YouTube and see it. Gulf Coast Gal. I'm sure. I guess you're on social media as well, right? Facebook or whatever. <laughs> so you can find her. Um, so you know, actually, this is really something I talked about a lot during the pandemic. That and and even now in these inflation inflationary pressured times, that if someone's thinking about going somewhere and they're you know it's a little bit too expensive right now, this would be a great time to to do a staycation. So mm-hmm. I would really encourage you to go check out some of Nicole's videos. You actually may find a place to go eat or go visit that you weren't thinking about before and watch it. She gives you great clarity about like if she's at a restaurant, she shows you the menu and she talks about kind of where she's sitting and where the restaurant is and what she's eating and um, remember one video you you wondered if it might have too much jalapeno and it didn't and you know what I mean you give those kind of advices which I think is so cool um, so you really you really do you know from the moment of uh, you know getting going there through the whole experience you try to give people as good an understanding of it as you possibly can don't you yeah, 100%. That's what it's all about. Um, YouTube is the second most used search engine in the world. So, you know, people want to see what they're getting themselves into. They want to see what the menu is before they go to a restaurant to see if there's something that they, you know, are going to like or their kids are going to like. And um, I hope to help with that. Nicole, what's interesting about Coastal Mississippi is that it's a powerful region. This is a collection of small communities, and you think about the, the the walkable communities in this, and how actually in the future, I think every single community will be ultimately be defined as it is a walkable community. Uh, each has its own unique sense of place. So from Bay St. Louis to you got even as far over as Waveland as well, but from Bay St. Louis to Ocean Springs and Moss Point's got this cool, you know, vision that's evolving around you know being this river city and uh, Pascagoula. What's happening? in downtown Pasco. I could talk about every single community in that way. But it's that collection of communities and the sense of place that exists in those communities that's what makes this a special place to visit, isn't it? One thousand percent, and we can um, have different, unique experiences in each of those communities. So, you know, most of my videos are based in Biloxi and Gulfport area because that's kind of the main hub. But I encourage people to kind of broaden their horizons, get out a little bit further than their normal radius, and try out places. Um, one of my newest favorite activities is bike riding in Past Christian. They have bikes you can rent um, downtown, and you can just go and explore the area. And uh, I was able to find quite a few different restaurants that I had never experienced before. That I've been craving to go back to um, ever since. Yeah, I ride a bike a lot, and one of my favorite things to do. I live on the North Shore of Biloxi Bay, and I'll go across the Pops Ferry Road Bridge down to the beach and onto the boardwalk. Um, you know, in front of the restaurants and all that. But the Biloxi Boardwalk, what I mean, it is it is by itself an incredible place to visit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Ocean Springs Bridge, you know, a lot of people after Katrina said no one would ever walk it. You know, we don't need to put a walking trail on it. We fought it hard. Uh, you know, that, that fight actually is talked about in, in Haley Barber's book, America's Great Storm. And, uh, you know, I, as publisher of the Sun Era, we fought really, really, really hard. And and now, you know, it's it, if you go Every look day. on some, some of the sites, it's like the, the one of the top attractions in coastal Mississippi. Yeah. Who would have ever thought a bridge would be that big of an attraction you know it's a great walk especially when the weather's beautiful you get the scenic you know port or the the harbors and all the boats going by and it's it's fantastic 
Listen, um, in the final minute or two that we have left, if you were talking to a young woman who wanted to, who needed to, some advice from someone like you that's really advancing in her in her life and and, and making a contri- contribution to the community, what's your advice to a young woman who wants to, you know, to to, to take risk and and try to be the best she can be? Oh my goodness! Um, kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Don't be afraid to take risks. Um, try new experiences and learn new things. Not only does it um, make for great memories, but um, it kind of opens your perspective and kind of broadens your perspective on things and maybe your community or different areas that you travel or different cultures. And just learn as much as you can and don't be afraid to try new things. That that is, I I can't agree with you more. And I'll say the thing that you probably. You know that you wouldn't say about yourself because you you come across to me as a very modest person. That you you lead by example. You're not someone who brags about her accomplishments. You feel don't even feel comfortable talking about your accomplishments. Is my read on you, but um, but but I have again the thing that people said about you and the thing that I'm seeing in you is, during this conversation is that you have an immensely positive attitude about life. You know you 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 wake up each day ready to tackle the day. And to make your contribution. And there's a lot that can be said for approaching life that way, isn't there? I, I think so. I mean, like I said, bringing your unique perspective or seeing where you can fit in and where you can help because we're all in this together, um, kind of just like with the One Coast efforts. We're all in here to work together and, and make the most difference we can. Congratulations on on being a One Coast recipient. You know, I had the pleasure of starting those awards back in 2001. And as you know, we celebrated the 20-year anniversary this past year. Uh, since then, Sun Hill's handed them off to the chambers. They're doing such a great job with it. But, uh, you know, when I had the, the young leaders at, at, in mind, I had people like you that I, that I, that I was thinking about. And, uh, you know, so, so awesome that you were recognized. And what's important is you get the recognition, but more important, I always say this, is that you are able to be stand it, stood up as an example for others. And hopefully that will inspire others to want to get back to the community. Anyway, we're out of time, Nicole. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank I've you, really enjoyed this. You'll have to come back and join me again sometime. Anytime. Okay, this has been the, the Nicole Martz. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.